0: So, the big question is this How do investors like us get access to the ideas, information, and most importantly, the right people that give us the tools and information we need to make informed and educated decisions to have success? That is the question, and this podcast will give us the answers. This is Mark Moss, your host. Let's get this started. In the early days of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, People are afraid to put out who they really were. We have all types of people working behind aliases, animal accounts, and so forth. And the industry has not been short on characters in the space. And none of the characters are as big as the notorious John McAfee. John McAfee is famous for his antivirus software, which of course carries his name and is still one of the biggest antivirus softwares out there today. He's been in the cybersecurity space for a long time. And if anybody gets security, cybersecurity technology, it's John McAfee. Again, his character has been larger than life. He's had his own Netflix show kind of showing some of the stuff that he's done throughout his life. Um, he's been pretty notorious, being outspoken against uh, a lot of the oppression that we see from the government, the the financial and uh, the lack of privacy, as we call it. He liked to say that uh, we don't have privacy we have to take it right we have to hide and anyway we sat down with john mcafee we jumped into a lot of these topics he talked about the golden cage that we're in and the keys that we have in our hand today and so many other interesting topics as you might imagine talking to john mcafee so it's a great conversation let's go ahead and jump right into it hello and welcome to another episode of the market disruptors podcast today i'm joined by john mcafee who doesn't need a whole lot of introduction. Uh, he's uh, he's definitely been a, a big person in the space, talking a lot about the technology uh, from a different perspective. And so, I'm I'm really happy to have you on, John. Uh, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you very much. I, I appreciate having you having me on, Mark.
0: Yeah. So, um, as I said, you don't need a lot of introduction. You've been uh, a pretty pretty a, a pretty big uh, person, a character in the space for sure. But um, maybe just for a few people that don't know, just kind of briefly. Tell us about kind of your perspective, how you got here. Um, what you know, what you've been working on, what you how you got here.
1: Okay. Well, it depends on where here is. Um yeah. uh, <laughs> I got here I got here in my, because of my political views, um, here technically because of the trajectory of my uh, my experience, which has been pure uh, computer technology from right. the first job I've had. Um from the perspective of um, cryptocurrency, I got here because one of my employees came to visit me in Belize in 2010 uh, and bought uh, the Bitcoin white paper, you know, and I read that and immediately saw where this was headed. And uh, We've gone so far since Bitcoin. I mean, we've gone so far in, in blockchain development. Um, to include privacy, to include smart contracts and all kinds of functionality on the blockchain. So that one simple coin, that one very um, simplistic uh, equation has expanded and and blossomed into an entire industry, which is going to change uh, the face of, of society, either for the better or for the worse, depending on our decisions.
0: Yeah, which I which I want to talk about. That's an interesting conversation. But you've been kind of at the forefront of security. I mean, obviously McAfee uh, antivirus. I got a brand new computer, and it's like it's prompting me to update my McAfee antivirus. So you've kind of been at the forefront of that. Um, and and maybe even with the life you've been living down in Belize and around the world and whatnot, you've been practicing privacy in your own life as well. So. Uh, does that give you like a unique perspective, you know, uh, are, your worldview has been shaped in a way to see, you know, Bitcoin in a different in a different way?
1: Well, you're making an assumption that we actually have privacy or privacy is possible
0: uh, in today's
1: world. And I'm afraid that I have to um, say, uh, as I see the world, we have no privacy whatsoever, right. no privacy is not possible. Um, you know what we have um, left and, and that's only for the few like me is the ability to hide in this conversation I've been listened to by probably 30 different agencies they all trying to find where I am um, but that lack of privacy uh, once I understand it everybody is listening is easy to deal with if my my aim is simply to avoid avoid being uh, discovered um, you know, I know enough about computer security that if I do I don't want to be found electronically, you know, trust me, you won't find it. Um, and even though, as I said, this is not private and being listened to, my structure and my layered network of virtual private networks are not the type you download from Google. I mean, serious uh, virtual networks, multi-layered. You, know, you just can't find me. Yeah. Um, so two different things, you know, and that's the last thing we have left, and that's just to be to be hidden. Um, but see, to do that, I, I, we don't have phones. We can't have phones, obviously. The phones are the ultimate spy device, and everybody is listening or yeah. watching.
0: Yeah, I've seen uh, just recently. Um... Uh, I forget which country, but they want to make it where, in order to even buy a SIM card, you have to do a facial recognition. Like they won't even give you a SIM card without that. Um, yes. It's yes, crazy. Of course. Yeah. I know that. Why?
1: Because our smartphones is how we are monitored, controlled, and surveilled by our, our governments and, and institutions and regulatory bodies. Um, and, and if you have one, I promise you there is no software, hardware, or anything you can do in the world that will keep your life private. Yeah. I mean, unless you put your phone in the freezer at night, shut the door and leave it there, because turning it off doesn't help. I mean, you think you think oh it's actually turned off when you turn it off. it would be silly. It's a software switch, turns all the, the power off to the lights and anything that drains, but it's still running for fuck's sake um, you know, chewing up so minimum amount of power but it still running. And it can turn on the microphone, it can turn on the camera. Allow um, you they can continue to read what's happening, you know, in attempted communication and, um, you know, people. obviously gone if you have a phone? We do
0: yeah. It's it's definitely scary and um you know it we know that because now the phones have Siri or Alexa or whatever they have. And so we know they're always listening because at any time we can just say, hey, Siri, or hey, Alexa, and I can instantly it can inst- instantly get it. So we know it's listening. Um, it reminds yeah, me of... See, Ale- uh, Alexa,
1: Alexa and these things are just smoke screens to keep your attention away from the real spy. Alexa, what happens to Alexa? Does Alexa get into your car with you to you go to work? Does it uh, go out with you on day? It's no. Does your phone? Yes. Right. It's your phone, people. It's not Alexa. It's not your TV that's listening to your conversations. You can walk out of the room. no, it's your phone.
0: Yeah. Uh, I have an Android phone, so I have Google, so I can just say, okay, Google, and like it instantly comes on. It just did. <laughs> um, so like, oh, I know okay. it's listening, but it reminds me of the quote from one of our forefathers, and I think it's it's been uh, misattributed. Either uh, Thomas Jefferson said that uh, you know those willing to um, give up safety for security deserve neither. And we're giving sure. up safety or security for community. no, no. Actually,
1: giving up it's giving up um, um, freedom for safety. I think that's what you're going to say. Right.
0: Yeah. And they deserve neither. Right? So we're giving up, we're giving up our privacy, our security for convenience.
1: Yes, absolutely. That's it. And if you want to do that, that's fine. I mean, I, I still live in this world quite comfortably knowing that my every move is being monitored. I simply choose my words. I put out enough disinformation that, that I'm still safe, even though I'm watched. And we have to change our attitudes if we're going to be living in this new age that's coming up.
0: Yeah, and and uh, it's a shame that most people have no idea why they need privacy. I, I hate to see people say, well, I have nothing to hide, so I don't need privacy.
1: Well, see, um, those people who say that have never looked at themselves. Yeah. Because there's not a human on this planet that does not. In every single meeting with every single person, um, Use a set of privacy filters, and let me give you an example. You buy something at the store, and you've never seen the checkout clerk before. Do you say, "Hi, uh, uh, I fucked my brother's my brother's <laughs> wife last night." I'm kind of worried about it. Right. Do you?
0: No, no.
1: Why? Right. You don't reveal it because it's private in right. that relationship. Yeah. um, you know, you, you call into work and you're not really sick, but you want to play golf with your friends and nothing really happening at work and they tell your boss you're playing golf. You might tell your friends or your friends might know, hey, your boss believes you. Uh, absolutely. But are you going to tell your boss, oh, I lied to you yesterday? No. Or maybe yeah. people don't do those things, but I promise you, every relationship that you have, casual acquaintances, you might tell them where you live, tell them a few things about your life. A closer friends you might tell them a lot. Your best friends, you might tell them everything. And the same thing with your spouse, but maybe not. Yeah. So I promise you people you think you got nothing to hide, it's hide from whom for fuck's sake. And if you take the entire world, you got shit to hide.
0: Yeah. So look at yourself. You Especially real in- people especially in today's world more than ever, because the world is so polarizing today that no matter which side you're on, someone's going to hate you. I'm pro-life. Well, people hate pro-life. I'm pro-choice. Well, people hate pro-choice, right? Like I'm Republican. I'm Democrat. like, no matter which side you're on, there's somebody opposing you. And so, uh, which
1: is where, which is, which is where censorship eventually comes from. If you're on both sides and I hate what you're saying, I wish you didn't say it. I wish I didn't have to see shit like that. That's okay. If both sides are equaling that's, what if you're an extremist group and you say something that both sides hate? Right. Suddenly censorship always comes in, does it not? You're not allowed to say that. Because yeah. that's offensive to everybody. You know, I mean Janice was showing me where someone had quoted saying, I uh I don't think uh sex with children is bad as only sex with children when it's non consensual. Now that's a horrific fucking statement. Right. But does it make you in any way change your attitudes going, oh. Oh, I think it's okay to have sex with children. No, you get angry. So, what right. happens? Nothing changes in the world. It'd be a fucking crime. What is the crime is that you suddenly hate the person who stated and believes what you hate. So, now you hate that person. We right. want to censor them for what crime? The crime of being hated. Please, God, people, that's what censorship is.
0: Yeah. Now, I know um, you wanted to talk about, uh, you, or you wanted to come on the podcast and talk because you don't like to be on mainstream media, um, and and we have this kind of alternative system now. The internet's created this alternative system for information where we could do something like this um, and, and reach a large audience, but then we have you know cryptocurrencies, which are creating an alternative system, uh, maybe not just for money, which a lot of people think of money right now, but also a technology, as you mentioned, kind of to free us
1: well let's let's look for an example on how we are controlled. we're controlled financially of course i mean the the u s dollar, for example, if you're in the u s which is the currency, the legal tender it's actually written on the dollar, meaning that this is everybody must take it um, and so the um the fed can do whatever they want in terms of money supply, for example, among all the things they can do to fuck you over, and let's say increase the supply of money, which decreases the value of your hard earned savings. And you think this hasn't happened, governments have done this to extremes, like like inflating like in Germany in the forties by a factor of ten. Right. Making all of your the fruits of your labor worth one tenth of what they used to be. You're at the mercy not only that, but far more, more important, well, they have more than ten thousand dollars in cash, on you can't move from one country to another. They think you're a criminal. Right. Um, why? Because they want all the real money flow to go to a channel that can be counted, monitored, and controlled. Stopped. If they want, for example, and so um, this is the situation that we're in. And if you think that this doesn't make you a slave, let me say if the person who owns or controls that money Controls everything in your life. You cannot pay the rent buy a car send your kids to school Get medical without it What if we had our own controlled by nobody so that it cannot be An increase in supply or a decrease in supply or a monitoring system to make sure that you're spending money in the way that the government approves of. Right. Do you see where we are, people? So yeah, with cryptocurrency, we are freed from that completely. If we use privacy coins and decentralized exchanges, then governments can either know what you're doing or stop what you're doing financially.
0: Yeah. I I that's how I've looked at Bitcoin where it's it's like for the first time in history, right, we have a way to hold our value that can't be seized or stolen. It can't be inflated or manipulated and and if I want to transfer it to you, it can't be stopped or blocked. We've never had that before. It's like a brand new technology that's that's that that in itself is revolutionary. Yes. Um You know, this whole thing with privacy and like me having my privacy, me having my own money, the government wanting to see everything I'm doing and invade my privacy and have control over my money. I'm at at the end of the day. I mean, why do they want that? You think that's something sinister? I mean, they, they want it, they want to see every detail because they want ultimate control to maintain power. Of
1: course, of course. Well, knowing everything about a populace is the uh the holy grail of dictatorship. Because if you know everything about everybody, you can control everything that they do. And so governments want control ultimately of your finances, knowing exactly where every penny comes from, where every penny goes to. And because you must have that money to live, you must conform to whatever rules they wish to apply to their money supply like, you can't send it to Iran, not this year where we don't like them, um, or what have you. And please give us uh, 25% of all the fruits of your labor, please, because we're too goddamn lazy to figure out how
0: to earn money as a government. 25%? That's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's being generous for them. <laughs> um,
1: well, I, I'm trying to be, all right? Yeah. I mean, good God almighty. It, uh, okay in feudal societies which we are in right now if you think about it in feudal societies the defining characteristic was the king owns you and the land and everything you were there at his leisure every year you were required to work two months for the king wherever he wanted to assign you and whatever he wanted you to do build a castle carry the stones dig the ditch or Two months' worth of the fruits of whatever your labor was. If you're a blacksmith, we're going to take 25% of your horseshoes, 25% of this and that. And we're not trying two, two months' worth of, of that. Right. You know, if you grew potatoes and grew, you know, whatever, we're going to take two months' supply of your potatoes. Imagine the hardships. <laughs> and yet today
0: we work more. Fifty percent now. Fifty percent. What? I don't think so. Really? Where are you? Well, I'm in California, so in addition to 38% top federal tax rate, we have a 14% state income tax rate.
1: Oh, that's correct. That's right. And, and, got now, and now they changed it. Ill- we have can't two even... illegal. Yes. All right. You've got two illegal taxes on you. Imagine this, people. Half of the year of your labor goes to the government, which does not, I promise you, give you a half years of service in return. Right? Is that what? You, have you? Do you feel like? Oh, I don't mind paying taxes. I get that much every year from the government.
0: Well, even it's worse than that. People. Even worse than that, I object to how they're spending my money.
1: Well, don't we all? Yeah. I mean, I. You know, my heart goes out to you.
0: Yeah, so I want to chase this down a little bit because um, it's something that I've been uh, focused on. So again, back to the technology to free us. So right now we have this technology that seems to be enslaving us, right? So as our phones, as you said, are spying on us, it's giving them the ultimate tool that they want. Um, We're seeing things like in China, which is, you know, with the social credit scores and whatnot, where they're really, you know, I've heard, you know, millions of people are, are limited from even traveling by bus now because of social credit scores. And it's almost like this technology is going to give them, as you just said, the perfect tool for control. I mean, that's kind of where this goes, right?
1: Well, yes. Here's our issue with technology, people. Up until the blockchain was created, all of the world-changing technologies like the atomic bomb, the the, um, uh, space rocket, well, these things came from where from the bowels of some government research program controlled by monitored by and and motivated and oriented toward those things that the government wants. mom um, so we are at the mercy of technology right even computer technology when I say government I mean government slash industry there's not much difference anymore sure big industry Google Facebook um, Microsoft, Apple, Samsung, these are the big industries of very little difference. Same they operate the same, secretive when they're developing, why? It have to be. You don't want your competitors knowing what you do.
0: And we know Secret- the CIA and the government is in Silicon Valley working with these companies. Pardon? And we know that the CIA the government is in silicon Valley oh, yeah. in bed with these companies.
1: Like when I say the government, I really should say the CIA there's no difference now the CIA is the controlling factor in america right. so so yeah, and so but for the first time, the blockchain, which if you do not think it is world changing, please look at it again, came from the people right a group of less than ten bright geeky um <laughs> Uh, programmers slash uh, developers who came up over a period of years with the idea and the code for the blockchain and the first application for it, which was Bitcoin. Um, it's from the people. And we now, for the first time in a 100 years, are in the leading edge. We develop privacy coins. Governments are just now noticing that, good God, we got a problem with cryptocurrency. We'd better find out about it. Right. We developed um, the smart contracts, we developed things which are truly anti government, things that the people can use so that they don't need a government. You don't need a government to back a dollar when you've already got Monero. A privacy coin or some other coin, or DAI, the stable coin, which is right. pegged to the dollar. So who cares? So do you understand where the, what governments lose? They lose their financial control over the populace. And if they lose financial control, they lose all control. Now, isn't this how it should be, for fuck's sake? Yeah, Is the government supposed to be there to control us, or is no. it to be there to serve? Of us, as I understand our fucking constitution, its purpose is to serve. You take job, uh, sometimes unwillingly, but you're the best for it. Get paid, do your duty, and come home. Thank God that's over. I hated being president. I'm sure that George, because George Washington did not want to be president, they had to drag his sorry ass, kicking and screaming. And I'm sure after his term, he's going good. God, I'm glad that's over. That right. was my sacrifice for my country. Right. Now, what are people doing? For a job that pays two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, they pay twenty million dollars to get it. Or more. Use some logic, people. Where's the common sense? Yes. You're voting for these pricks. It doesn't matter. They go, no, it's not his money. It's the money of his backers, his campaign, the donate, whatever. Well, who gives a fuck whose money it is? It's being spent to put this prick in that chair. Are you crazy? You're actually going to vote for that person? No. I want to vote for the person going, I don't want to do it. No, you're the best man. It's your duty to do it. It's a sacrifice. If you don't do it, we're going to shoot you. That's who I want to vote
0: for. Yeah, and like any 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 company, you know, we talked about you know these big tech companies, but any company really, yeah. In order to have a good company, you have to build this company culture, Um, and it really starts from the top. And as you said, like with with George Washington, like they came here sacrificing their life to lead a country, sacrificing for future generations. But today, the leaders are not sacrificing anything; they're all out there to enrich themselves personally, and that sets the culture for the whole country.
1: But but it can't be. We can't have that culture as a government. See, please, people, wake up. I mean, it can't continue. Yeah, right. we let it get this far. But but now that it's gotten this far, just take a look at it. It's not what we intended. It right. can't be what we wanted.
0: No, it's not what we wanted. And it
1: certainly was not what we need. So this has got to change. And who's changing it? You. The government's not going to change itself, no matter how much we yell and, and shout. Give us more entertainment to keep us i don't know from being bored, start a war or something. no, wake up and look at it. We put these idiots in office, people paying money to get a fucking job, yeah paying next to nothing. What's wrong with this picture? please wake up
0: like uh like have
1: for, we have time time for one more question, my friend
0: okay, so uh we have the the we have the technology that's working to enslave us. And now we have the, the technology that can free us. So we have this race. Which one uh, wins, right? So is that how you see it, like a race? Like the people need to adopt this technology at a faster rate in order yes. to
1: beat the we need to adopt it at a faster rate. We need to stop looking at it as a way to get rich quick. Because that's a perversion of the intent of this. You know, you're, you've been given a golden key to unlock your cage. As you're using it to scratch your back instead. I love that. God will tell people what we need is to use this. Now people are, trust me, I do. Tens of thousands are but we need everybody. We must use this. We must see the beauty <coughs> of, of the system. The efficiency house, easy, simple. Want to wire money to Europe? I don't have to get out of bed, go to the bank, fill out forms, get a stamp, get some approvals. And they say, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's to Iran. We can't send it there. Right. No, you stay in bed and you do a copy and a paste and then a mouse, press send and go back to watching television. And it's your control. Nobody controls that but you. And if you're using a privacy coin, nobody sees it but you nor can anybody ever. Yep. So that if you do not want and still don't, I mean, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying people don't pay taxes, but if you are looking for a way not to and you realize the absolute illegality of it, then use privacy coins and distributed exchanges. And it'll come down to your word against the governments because they won't know shit. It will be totally in your head. And if you choose to reveal it, please do so and fill out the W-2 form completely with every penny. I'm not saying don't do that. But if you don't want to do that, then please, here's how not to do that. Now, there will be no record anywhere on this planet that is readable that can be connected to you for any income, or any expense. And this is what terrifies government's people. This is why they are going to come down hard on us. And soon, but be brave, they came down on us for smoking weed. 75 goddamn years in America. 75 years, you may not smoke weed. And in some cases, with 10 to 20 years in prison just for mere possession of an ounce of marijuana. And what happened? We still smoke weed nothing changed. We, it's called civil disobedience. We civilly disobeyed and continued to put into our bodies because we thought, incorrectly I guess, that our body belongs to us <laughs> and, and, yeah. and not to a government. And therefore, if I want to put something in it, then God damn it, I will do so. And those people civilly disobeyed because civil disobedience is. The most powerful tool of change. Yeah. And I've been doing civil disobedience with my taxes for 10 years. Yeah. Eight of which they never bothered me. I'm in America. I just send an email every here. I'm not I'm not finally informed this year, you know where I live. You never came after me. I paid over $50 million in taxes. It's enough, people, it's enough. I stopped. Two years ago, when I go on the national stage with uh, all of the blockchain conferences, the Bitcoin conferences, the crypto conferences, um, and speaking about just what I'm telling you now don't want to pay taxes to do this. Suddenly, the IRS does not like me. And in January of this year, Janice, they, they convened the grand jury to charge Janice, myself, and four of our associates with unspecified tax fraud. Well, because I am John McAfee, I found out in advance and we left the country. This is how I have to live yeah. in order to be civilly disobedient in my own country. Because by not filing a tax return, which is not an illegal act, people do you understand? Right. The illegal act is filing one and lying. On yeah, it. exactly. If you don't file, the IRS has the right to just come in and take your house, your car, and everything. And then you have, to, you have to sue to get it back, to prove that you didn't owe that much. They've always had that option and never exercised Right. Me alone, because I left them alone. But when I started talking about, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm out of time. I wish we could talk more it.
0: Okay, well that's good. Well, I, I appreciate you taking the time and, uh, like, uh, like you said, let's use the key to unlock the cage, right? So we'll push for mass adoption and uh, build this alternative system. Take, take the power away, and uh, and move all right. All Thank right. you. Thanks so much. Bye. You are welcome. Bye. Hey, if you like this episode of the Market Disruptors podcast, please help us take this to the top of the podcast charts. Just please do me a favor and rate, review, and subscribe. Taking 15 seconds to just leave a quick review goes a long way in helping us reach more people and disrupt more markets. I really appreciate you listening, and I'll see you next time on the Market Disruptors podcast.